0: My name is Richard Shepherd, and welcome back to the Hallowed Histories podcast. One of the things I love about this time of year, apart from the ghost stories of course, is the weather. I love the snow, the fog, even the sleet. What I most love about it though is the fact that we can escape these things pretty easily these days. You just go inside, put on the kettle and flick on the central heating. All of these comforts are gone in Catherine Lee's Kill Your Youngest, which exists in a remote freezing land with Jack London, Robert Eggers' film The Witch, and The Brothers Grimm. Catherine Lee edits a UEA student-run magazine called Octarine, which can be found at octarinemagazine.wordpress.com, and is well worth checking out. So now, to chill your blood, Catherine Lee with Kill Your Youngest.
1: Kill Your Youngest by Catherine Lee. Now imagine for a moment that you are the mother of 12 children. You live on a farmstead miles from town. The water is frozen in iron pools in the hoofprints and ruts. The sky roils with unshed snow and a vicious, cold, unlucky wind tears the leaves from the trees. You sleep, only to see in your dreams your own mother's mother. How will we survive this winter? Kill your horse. And so you do. But he is more bone than flesh, and now the cart's wheels freeze to the earth, hoarfrost jagged on its stiff reins. Your family eat gruel from the horse's oats and ice. There is frosted lace on the inside of your window, and the log pile grows low. How will we survive this winter? Your mother's mother looks grave. Pray to the devils. And so you pray to the devils. You have nothing to offer them but your wedding ring. They laugh around the chimney all night. Every fox's yowl sends a stab of hunger and fear through you. Your husband wheezes in his sleep. At dawn, you bury yourself in furs and stagger in the direction of town. You make it a mile on the treacherous ground before the air is too cold to bear. Your family hide in the bed. Your husband's teeth chatter. Your children's hands are purple. The pot and its hearth are empty. How will we survive this winter? Kill your youngest to feed the others. My youngest to feed the others. Your youngest to feed the others. Your mother's mother has a devil's face. You've heard the word infanticide. But you think of Abraham and how in righteousness he held a knife above his child's throat. In the morning it seems the birds refuse to sing. The small fire you built in the hearth shrinks back. You fear your own children. What if they should turn on you? Murder you in return. How to disguise the flesh of their sibling so they do not recognise their own blood in their hungry mouths. More terrifying, perhaps, the prospect of this inspiring the older to kill their parents in greed. Your youngest child is small and pale. It is time you learn to cut wood, you say. You take the child's hand, bluish, bird-like. You lead her from the house to the stable, where the axe stands propped against the useless cart. You show her how to sharpen it with a whetstone. So sharp, you say, that it could cut your skin. The child's fingers are cautious around the blade. Hand in hand, you walk towards the edge of the wood. Since the winter drew in, your sons have been cutting trees by the road, not wanting to venture into the realms of starving wolves. You head in further. Behind you, the orange light of your hearth fire just visible. The child hangs behind. The axe in her hands. It's heavy for a child, but you don't trust yourself not to cut her down in the open, be done with it, and let your family watch you do it from the house. Two distant grey forms in an act of violence. You'd be hung in the middle of town. How far to go, she asks in a whine. The axe is leaving a trail in the snow. You snatch it up and walk on. And here, a clearing for summer tree felling. The pines stand close like cowled saints. Casting pointed shadows dark across the ground. The tree stump in the centre is weathered and damp, crisscrossed with axe marks from vicious or misaimed blows. Go stand over there. She is obedient. Pray to God that we survive this winter. She kneels. The axe feels heavy, like dragging a person from water. But, Mama, don't we pray to the devils? It casts a grey shadow on her white neck. But, Mama, don't we pray to the devils? Silence. The wind picks up. The child turns to see mother with a raised axe in white-knuckled hands. Don't be afraid. She runs. You lunge with the axe and it rattles your bones as it thuds into the frozen ground. She's gone. You chase. She twists through the trees, leaving footprints as small as deer's. You curse. You hear your own panting breath, hot on your throat, a cloud that you breathe and shatter with each stride. The child is a white rabbit's tail bobbing just out of reach. You think you hear the wolves howling. You swipe at the air, scream at a crow that crosses your path. Your mother's mother's voice rails at you. Kill the girl and all will be well. Kill the girl and you'll dine like kings. You trip and fall, rolling over the axe, and you see on the path ahead a wolf, dead, frozen, opened and bloody. Wolves are not the hunters in the deep forest. You howl for losing your child and keep running. The trees flash past in an endless reel, each tall, each black, the foxes yowl. You come upon footprints once again, and follow them round to a clearing with an axed stump and a child kneeling. You ease for breath, stumble forward, dragging the axe behind you. Silence, like that in an untouched cave, an unused mausoleum, in the crowd before the hanged man drops. It is night, your breath steams, the child sits in clear air. She uncouples her hands and raises her head. The axe is so heavy. You take labored steps. Your child has your mother's mother's eyes as she watches a point beyond your shoulder. You think of your house, no food and the hearth fire crackling. Kill the others to feed your youngest, she says. Do not be afraid.